Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lonnie, if you were to be stuck in a musical, what musical would it be? Jeez, good question. Um, what's like the most fun universe to be in? Musical wise, uh, it could be a cat. Could could be a cat. Could go hang in at the the railway. <laughs> What's his name? The railway cat. Um, it's not the magical Mister Mistopheles. Could I? Um, oh, Shibble Shanks, obviously. Obviously, how could I forget? Mm. <laughs> I could commit every human crime as a cat. I don't. I just think there are some crimes you don't want to commit. <laughs> like everyone's got a few crimes that we want to do, but like, there's what definitely... crime you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it'd be fun if like stealing was fine because we could all have enough of whatever we needed, okay. subsidized by the government or something. Yeah, I'd like to have a chat to um, that guy. Mm. What are you doing? What crimes? How do you do it? How Hang on, isn't it every human law? Well, yeah, well, it's committing a crime, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it just it's came to every me. every human law. <laughs> I just think it starts getting real dark real, real quick. Absolutely does. Um, Yeah, cats. What about you? Oh, I wasn't anticipating having this turned back on me. Okay, don't have to if you don't want to. Um, I don't know, like maybe one of the Disney movies. Dizzy on ice sort of things. Oh, yeah. Good idea. I guess. Knowing me, I'd get stuck with a really awful one. You're being, you're being put in a pie or something. <gasps> you, know, you know what I would want to be in? School of what? Rock. New yeah. musical. Not going to be covered oh. by the show, but that was fun. Mm. Okay. Cool. Good morning or good afternoon or maybe good midday. Good night, perhaps, wherever you are right now. Another Truman Show reference. My name is Lonnie. Her name is Sine. How are you doing, Sine? Hey, I'm fine. Okay, you ready for a podcast? Or... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, this week we've watched seasons one and two of Schmigadoon. Yeah, this show has kind of gone under the radar a bit. Um, I guess it's a bit of a niche concept. It's about it's like a musical comedy series, which... You know, that's generally folks watch their musicals on Broadway or go to the theater and whatever. Um, it's also on Apple TV Plus, so that's kind of mm. that seems to be one of the series, the one of the streaming services that people don't really flock to, right? It does, yeah. And very much like us, we picked it up for a particular show, and then we've just sort of poked around to see what else was on there. Um, Unlike the, the mainstay is like your stand or your Netflix down here where you can, people seem to go on there and find stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Apple TV, but some of the stuff on there has been really good, but it doesn't really have those, the major things that people go to all the time. I mean, given you tapped out of a show that's on couldn't Apple TV. It, so couldn't do it. 
Oh, I had to take one for the team. You watched your okay, quick Ted Lasso recap. Did you like it? <sighs> the final episode, they said goodbye about 10 times. Hang on, I started yes. writing notes down. Um, introduction to Trent using his full name to remind us. Ted just saying something stupid out of the blue. Didn't know what it meant, so thought it was Greek mythology. Ted still doesn't know anything about football players. Still? Three question marks after that one. Coach Beard consistent. Scream in episode two. Rory Kent is by far the best written character on the show. So complex and everything he does is motivated by something. There you go. There you go. There are my thoughts. Great. Done. Anyway, back to Schmigadoon. (laughs) What's it about, Sonny? It is about two people in a relationship, um, Melissa and Josh, Josh, played by uh, Cecily Strong and Keegan-Michael Key of Key and Peele. Um, they're in a relationship and having trouble in their relationship. They're not sure about the next step. Uh, in the first one, I think they're worried about whether they're soulmates. In the second one, they're worried about whether they want to have a baby or not. Um, and they find themselves transported to a musical world where they cannot escape until they complete some sort of quest or achieve some sort of enlightenment. They've got to find true love. In the first one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the first one. Oh my god, Lonnie. Lonnie. What? Um, Cinco Paul, who did the songs, he mm. won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Original Music and Lyrics for the song Corn Puddin'. Yeah, that's a great song. I don't know what he What? what he won an Emmy for Corn Puddin'? <laughs> yeah. You put the corn in the pudding, put the pudding in a bowl, you put the bowl in your belly... Because it's good for the soul. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so yeah. So it's a it's a pastiche of of older uh, musicals. That first season is about the sort of bright and happy ones from the forties like and fifties. Oklahoma, Music Man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Brigadoon. In Brigadoon, yeah. Which I haven't the, seen. Yeah, I don't know much too much. I've seen Oklahoma. I haven't seen the other ones, but mm. you know the concept of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're bright and happy, and the step they're in is very, is you know, artificially bright and happy as well. Um, then, spoiler alert: season two, it goes into the next phase of musical theatre, of uh, more dark and sexy ones from the the seventies and sixties and seventies. Season two, Chicago mainly. Chicago cabaret, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Annie. Yeah, and it's all a bit of everything um mm. musicals in general is the thing but that, that's the sort of homages and we can talk a bit about where we would take season three um the season both seasons are filled with amazing actors obviously apple tv plus have a lot of money because they've got some amazing yep. um, people both in front and behind the camera let's go through the main cast though Sinead. um i hadn't seen melissa gimbel's character by by seen Cecily Strong, I should say, uh, who plays Melissa. Well, she is on um, SNL. She's been around the comedy scene mm. um, a lot. I thought she was amazing. Great voice. Yeah, she's Can't great. dance, but great performances <laughs> otherwise. I like that that's incorporated into her character. Um, yeah, yeah she, she was incredible. I haven't seen her in anything before, and so it was a nice sort of fresh yeah, experience so to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, Keegan Michael Key, obviously, mm-hmm. one of the best going. Yeah. Um, Dove Cameron is, is in both seasons playing different characters in both seasons. Yeah, so she was in 
that once upon a time, the other one, the Descendants, that one, I believe it's called, yeah. yeah. Um, as well as some Broadway stuff, she's mm. yeah fairly young, but has done the sort of um the Disney Channel um stuff. Yes, great voice and great performances mm-hmm. from from Dove Camera. I, I didn't really know before this. Um, Kristen Chenoweth. Oh my God, something. <sighs> Like, we, we all know how amazing she is, yet she still impresses me every time I see her. Yeah, so she's an incredible Broadway actress, right? And people know her most for playing Glenda the Good Witch in Wicked, opposite mm-hmm. um, Idina Menzel. And, oh, sorry, how did John Travolta pronounce it? Adiana Mazin. Um Kristen Chenoweth blows me away in everything I see her in. There mm-hmm. is, in the first season of the show the most complicated song that she could get tripped like it was a really quick sort of like song that's shot in one take right and so many different little moving parts so she has to go through yep and yep. she nails it, it. yeah like she doesn't just do it it's phenomenal <laughs> Mm-hmm. which I shouldn't be surprised by. And then she has a total switch in season two where she's playing essentially Mrs. Lovitz or the um, mm-hmm. lady from Annie, the evil lady, mm-hmm. totally transforms and is totally committed to that character and the accent and everything. Like, oh, she's just yeah. astonishing. She's having a whale of a time. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Um, but as it, like, we all know she's amazing, yet she still surprises us with how amazing she is. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, big fan of Alan Cumming. Yes. Um, anything. But he plays the mayor in the first um, mm-hmm. season. And then he plays Sweeney Todd, essentially, in the second he season. He was great as Sweeney Todd in the second season. Well, it was fun seeing him go from yeah. Yeah, total opposite characters. Really that, sweet, part fun, sort of closeted pastel mm-hmm. mayor to, you know, total serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ariana DeBose has had a bit of a bad time of it she's been made fun of a lot because of that one um was it from the english ones the baftas i don't know i think it was she did the song about the (laughs) women who were nominees yeah which was terrible but i feel bad for making fun of her because doing a live performance at at that sort of show is very difficult but she's amazing in this series i'm just mad at her team that no one sat her down and went this isn't good. <laughs> Don't do yeah, this. Well, and also the fact that that song she had to do was so physical and she couldn't yes. keep up with it and sing at the same time. That yeah. was tough. Yeah. But also it was a bit, it was just a bit corny, unfortunately. Um, was that the one yeah, recently where she ran and jumped into his arms and we had to rewatch it? What was that from? Yeah, that was from the Tonys. Yeah. Ceremony. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So I kind of feel bad that she, that's one thing that she's been, been made famous for recently when actually she's an amazing mm. performer outside of that. Yeah. Um, she's in the first season, not so much in the second season, unfortunately, mm. due to scheduling conflicts. Yeah. I'm kind of like, if you're not going to be in it much, don't be in it at all. But wow. it is good to see her. Wow. No, I'm just like, they. I thought like they didn't give her enough I justice know. then if she's only yeah. in two or three scenes. It's like... We can't really tell much of a story. No, maybe someone else could have done done more, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't really know Anne Harada much, um, but I think she was in Avenue Q, which is pretty cool. She plays the mayor's wife and then she was the... The, the Madam of the Brothel mm-hmm. in season two. Jane Krakowski, we all know and love from 30 Rock, apart from Sine. Hey, hang on. Who hates 30 Rock? No, 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 no. I just haven't watched it. Okay. Jesus. 
I was just being funny, just being cheeky. I love her though. Just, just being a bit silly. Yeah, she's good. Why is her character so sexualized? <laughs> she, like of all the characters, it's just interesting that she's like the really sexy one, In wearing place. a garter yeah. and like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? She plays a version of the the um, Baroness from from Sound of Music in yes. the first season. You, yes. You always like it. Then she plays. Yeah, she's. In Chicago, she's very much in the Chicago storyline of season two. Mm. You didn't mention Fred Armisen. Oh, yeah. He's in there. <laughs> How dare you leave the room immediately. He's incredible and wonderful and I love him so much. He's good. Who's the best, though? Who's the best little leprechaun? <laughs> Martin Short is a leprechaun. Martin Short is just taking roles that make his soul happy and I am here for it. <laughs> He's taking weird little roles and having a ball <laughs> that's true they didn't overplay him which i liked yeah he was just, he a, was just a little uh, guest star almost yeah absolutely um might as well round out the main cast aaron uh tivet is the town's rap scallion danny bailey in the first season mm-hmm. um, yes he's great and, yeah exactly and he goes on to play a sort of um hair hippie yes in, the, in season two which is a bit of fun We'll, we'll love Titus uh, Burgess. He plays the narrator in season two. The sort of creepy narrator. Not sure whose side he's on. I didn't love that character. I've got to say. You didn't like that? No. It's from Pippin. I've never seen Pippin. So I'm not really, Maybe that's why. References. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Perhaps. Um, Patrick Page is the sort of owner of the of the cabaret place in season two. He's also got a bit of the Judge Turpin from Smitty Todd. Mm-hmm. Um. I haven't listed his name here, but there was also the the doctor slash in the first season. Too. Oh yeah, um, mm. can't remember. I'm sorry. In the doctor slash cop in season two as well. Yes. Um, also in the first season, there's Carson, a boy with a lisp who announces scene changes. Who is your favorite character? character? Yeah. Lee and Queering McKindy loved him. So, <laughs> it is a comedy show, and so, and the two main characters who are not part of the musical world, um, they're the straight people they're they're um the ones who react to all the weird stuff happening they're yes. like our audience surrogate mm-hmm. um it's very interesting the way it's set up in the first season about they're going through marital problems in fact they break up as they go through Schmigadoon. Mm-hmm. um she's sort of wants to have fun with it she knows about musicals and he's very much against it. he just wants to leave um but as they go through the journey you might imagine they they find reason to come back together. So that, do you think they're like, I mean, they're going with them being a bit torched, aren't they? A bit good place like mm. they've got a. Yeah, it is a bit. Things are happening to them to see if they can work through their problems. And if, if they hadn't been able to, they would have been stuck there forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They kind of get over their relationship very quickly. They're like, all right, we're living in this town now and we're not together. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> Uh, I just missed him. It's Jamie Camille. Is he's the doctor and the lawyer? Yes. And the, sorry, and the policeman in the second season. He's really good. I liked him. He's been yeah. in various um, shows from from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of of season one overall, Sine? Were you a fan of it? I really liked it. I think mm. the thing that I like about the show is that it's making musicals accessible. Like for mm. a long time, musicals you have to go to the theatre. So you need a bit of money to be able to do that. You experience it once in person and you can never watch it again. 
And I like that there's a new musical show on. Like for a long time it was Glee and everyone can make fun of everyone and pretend that they didn't watch it. But we all watched it. I watched it and it was great at the time. Yes, looking back it wasn't great, but, you know, we enjoyed it at the, in the moment. Sure. Um, and I kind of like that, that there's a new musical one and it just makes a type of art more accessible to viewers. I know you still have to pay for your subscription to Apple TV, but it's a heck of a lot cheaper than a theatre ticket. Um, you can really sense the enthusiasm and affection that the creators have for musicals like it's definitely made by people who are Mm. you know loving this art form and and have a really good knowledge of it as well so that also feels really lovely to connect in that way with it yeah it's like it's making fun of it but it is making fun of it but in a nice affectionate way in a like Mm -hmm. we're allowed to make fun of it because it's our baby sort of thing rather than (laughs) you know someone else making fun of it Absolutely, and that's even made better in season two when they they miss Megadoon, so they go back to it because yeah, yeah. After first making fun of it, they want to go back and recapture that magic. Yes, but you can never recapture the magic, can you, Sine? You can't. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. I yeah, think... I like season one a lot. Mm. I think um, it, like, if you don't like it from episode one, it might be difficult to like it. Like, it's either one of those, it's one of those shows you're either going to like yes, or not. Yes, I agree it's, with that. It's, yeah. It, it's not like a slow burn where it, you, suddenly things come revealed. It's not, if you're into it, like, where yeah. you are, you're going to be into it. You're thrown into it and you can tell on that first episode whether it's going to be for you or not. Totally. Yeah, so if you're not in the musicals, not, don't have much of a love for this or... You know, it's 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 kind of tongue in cheek everything. So I know some people mm. don't like that. They want, you know, serious shows. It's not that sort of thing. No. What about season two though, Sinead? Do you think it was better or worse? Same? I didn't like it as much as season one. Wow, really? Why is that? I didn't like the device of the narrator. I guess while the performances were still really great. It didn't really have a very magical feel to me as the early one did, but perhaps that's on mm-hmm. purpose because this was a grittier. This is Chicago in the oh, second yeah, season, sure. which we should have mentioned. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't really understand where they go from here. I think is my biggest thing. Like at the end, there's that beautiful sequence as they're walking back through New York and turning it all to color. Right. So like, should we just end it there? <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, there's, there's been no talk about season three yet, so that wouldn't be the worst ending. It is series, weird to only have two seasons of a show, though. Like, it feels like that's not really done. Well, and also there's there's more musical Way more. sort of fodder to... to but it seems like here. the type of show that's, you know, people love cancelling, so 
I mean, studio executives, not cancel as in yeah, like cancel. Maybe. I think I think season one had a bit more of a consistent um, story. Yes. I think it was a bit more self-contained and the marital problems the characters were going through, that sort of resonated throughout each episode as mm-hmm. it went through. I felt like season two, the narrative was a little bit off. And I saw some things talk about this online, so it's not all my own thinking here. But they went into Chicago, as it turns out, mm-hmm. with feeling unsatisfied about their own lives and sort of having some second thoughts about what life would be like for them. Yeah. They wanted kids or not, or reaching a sort of, you know, after having a, this magical experience in Schmigadoon, mm-hmm. they've gone back to reality, which is not as good, and they want to recapture that. Mm-hmm. And as they go through the journey, um, he realises, Josh, that he likes being a leader because he's sort of thrust into being this leader of these hippies. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes out of it, he wants to realise he wants to take up more mentorship and teaching roles at his job in the hospital. Mm-hmm. She goes in wanting a baby and she leaves having been able now to fall pregnant. So that sort of that ties that loose end up. And she feels unsatisfied because when she's a doctor, she's the one helping women have children, but she herself is having trouble falling pregnant. But when she's in Chicago, she becomes a dancer and singer at the club. And I I think there's maybe a little bit missing about her journey and how that relates. And I I think that there was a perfect opportunity to have her be the person who confronts wanting kids or not because there's a whole orphanage which she doesn't have much to do with. Yes. Surely she should have been involved in the orphanage somehow. And that showed her that she really wants kids or maybe it shows her, okay, if I can't have kids of my own, I still want to experience motherhood back in the real world adopting. She adopts a kid in the real world potentially. Yeah. Or maybe he... He's the one who wants kids that she doesn't want to because she sees how, how hard it is with the people she works with. Yeah. She's an OBGYN. But then having looking after the kids in the orphanage in she Chicago, she realizes that she wants kids. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been better? That would have been a really tight story. Congrats. I, That's I awesome. like the fact that she becomes a singer and stuff. And it's like all of a sudden she's the, the center of the story after being the sort of the, the girl that, the, you know, girl next door, no one really likes that much mm. next to the, the really, um, sexy dancers and stuff and then she realized she can be that too but it didn't quite feel like it was as consistent as his story Mm. Mm. that's what i thought season two i liked what happened and i liked the sort of individual elements but it didn't quite hang together as much because it starts off with him in jail and the chicago thing Mm. then he leaves and he goes and does the hair thing and then they go and do the um sweeney todd thing Mm-hmm. Like it just felt a little bit like each episode was a bit too different. It wasn't as consistent over the whole season. Yeah. Do you, do you feel me there? Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's probably why I didn't mm. like it as much as I liked the first season. Yeah. I think a fundamental problem I have with this show, and it requires a bit of suspension of disbelief, is I don't think that the two leads have great chemistry together. Yeah. And that kind of works in the first season because they're not yes. that close. And you can kind of see why they're not together. Yeah, and they kept getting split up in season two. Mm. But, yeah, do you not really buy in the love story between them? Not really. Like, they seem like friends. 
like they're like getting a beer <laughs> together. <laughs> like, I don't think they hate each other, but I'm just yeah. not like you're each other's true love. You're you're the one mm. that we keep coming back to. Like I just don't don't feel that. Um, which is fine. Like that's fine. It's a thing yeah, that I've right. put aside and gone. Okay, this mm. show isn't going to give me that. That's fine. But it is a bit like it comes up a lot when they keep talking about we're meant to be together and we're meant to have this perfect life together and we love each other so much and it's like well do you though because i haven't seen any of that well i think they they probably both had more chemistry with the people they don't end up with in season yes one. <laughs> yes so ariana debose's character is who josh falls in love with the school mom mm. and mm. um sorry i forget his name the, the sam rapscallion no well Danny, it's that Danny but then Bailey. it's the then it's the doctor oh sorry yes yes in the end but yes yeah. they have a lot of chemistry there as well dr lopez yeah um yeah i don't know i that's just one little thing that you know isn't 100 sure. about the show i don't think um that's all right but it's still enjoyable in the, in the context of it's a sort of comedy musical show yeah it's all right yeah i think the best performer outside kristen chenoweth is dove cameron mm-hmm. um her, her role in the first season is quite good she's like the 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 daughter of the local farmer who sort of doesn't realize that she's the yes. <laughs> Apple Runs Eye. That's funny. And then in season two, she's a cabaret performer doing Eliza Minnelli sort of thing, mm-hmm. which is also funny. I don't know. I think she just had like the best voice out of the, the sort of younger cast. Yeah, I agree. She's great. And yeah, absolutely. What do you think of the woman who says, I'll drink to that? I wanted to murder her. <laughs> Why'd you want to murder her? I don't know what that's in reference to. It's from company. Okay, and what? There's a person in company who's like constantly saying that. So in in company, there's a song about the ladies who lunch, sort of upper class, um, Manhattan elite, mm-hmm. the women who just go out to lunch, sort of thing. Yes. And I'll drink to that is one of like the chorus lines. Okay, so song. we could maybe make that joke once. <laughs> maybe like we could do that, but um, I'm not sure that we need to do it all the time. That that was maybe one of the jokes where it felt like they thought it was funny, but we don't. I yes. The cast and crew thought it was funny. Yeah. No, it's a good experience. I um, we watched it fairly in like fairly binge bully mm. in short chunks, which is probably good. I think. Yeah. Um, just you know, just have a fun afternoon with it. You get through it quickly. Movie. Like it's a quick watch. It's not. Yeah, they're short the episodes. songs are really and... good. Like mm. they are like, quite close rep- representations of the original songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're good. They're funny. They've got a. They've well produced like i think um this could have could have gone badly in some way if the songs were no good but you know they're making fun of stuff and it, and it just comes off wrong it, it could have been quite could have gone had the wrong impression but i think it was really well done where would you take season three Sine? i don't have any ideas it's the thing i've been criticized at work this week for wanting to give feedback about something but I was told I should have a solution in mind so that it doesn't come across like I'm complaining. Right. Oh, okay. um, I do not have a solution for this, and yet I'm complaining about it, so how dare I? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where else you go. I, I, I know sort of like the groups of musicals that I would like to be explored, but I don't yeah. know how you fit their storyline in with them. Well, they've got, a, they've got a baby on the way, so you could probably fast forward a bit and they've got a Yeah, kid. time jump. And so I think the kid could be in a sort of... Oliver? Oliver or a Matilda situation if we go a little bit further in time. I don't know if we're going to go real new musical yet. 
feel like maybe they're going to stick with a few classics that we haven't done yet. So they haven't done much of Cats. They haven't done much of Les Mis, Rent from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Wicked, potentially. That could be a really yeah. nice nod. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then a season four, maybe that could go the more recent um, Hamilton in the Heights. Yes. Matilda. There's also all the Disney ones, like The Lion King and stuff. There's also things like Tom yeah. Sawyer and Guys and Dolls. Um, I-, I wonder if they would steer clear of Disney just because of Disney. Copyright but, stuff, yeah, probably. Yeah. But they could they could reference it, obviously, in some way. Yeah. It, it, it seems like it's a lot of potential for things that they could do. Um, and sometimes I feel like decisions made with too much room end up not being very well thought out or planned or don't really hit home as well. Yeah. So I'm hoping I, I that's I thought that a little bit when they're trying to do Sweeney Todd in Chicago at the same time. It's like, oh, those yeah. two aren't particularly together. I agree. But, but so again, you just go along with it. So. No, it's good. I didn't get that too much. But mm. Yeah, well, it's okay. Maybe we stick to the 80s and 90s. There's more Sondheim they could do as well, obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe maybe mill that for a bit before we get stuck into I'd like the that. more recent Spider-Man Into the... What's it called? Into the Dark? I saw that. On Broadway. Did he fall? <laughs> no. So I saw it when it finally opened once they'd finished all of those errors and stuff. I didn't mind it. I thought it was fun. Okay. Phantom of the Opera we haven't done yet. Phantom of the Opera is like a pretty... We could do Phantom and Les Mis. I think they'd be a good combo. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, How many do you reference per season? They're kind of sticking around at the three to four mark, aren't they? Of Yeah, for, for, like, for the main part. Yeah. The other mm. thing is, like, how many times can these guys go back to Shemukadoon or Shemukadoon? Well, this is the problem, is that they're going to need an inciting incident, right, to, to make yeah. them want to return. And I get, so you have a kid, maybe you want to show him. Mm-hmm. But after that, I'm not really sure that you have much more well, of a reason to return. As, as they pointed out at the end of season two, the the characters they interacted with, or the people they interacted with were kind of playing characters. And they're like, oh, my God, sorry, I didn't know if you're going to like when I did that with that. So it's kind of like the spell was lifted and once they're out of the journey, the people mm. reveal themselves. Like the narrator's like, oh, sorry about that. Well, I didn't mean to do that. Too bad. Like that's a thing. Maybe they escape from Chicago and come in the real world and crash at the house. And oh, okay. The magic of that Fish out of water sort of sitch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I don't know how that you bring in like mews and cats and stuff in that respect. And how do you bring in everyone? Like do you open a portal? Is this a, another multiverse mm. thing? Because, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, yeah, maybe the narrator leaves and they've got to get him back in. That's how they get stuck in there. Mm. That could be something. I don't know. Have you said, not even sure there's going to be even more of this, but mm. we've had two pretty good seasons. So There's a fun, like if you're into musicals and you, I don't know, know a lot of the, probably just the top level ones. Like you don't need to be like an absolute fanatic about them, but. If you like no. musicals and know them and know a few songs, I think you'll get a lot of joy out of seeing like a reinterpretation, reimagining of them. Absolutely. Nothing in Twitter corner this week. Nothing in Twitter corner. It's on the radar this show. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm probably not going to keep Apple TV forever. So. I mean, we did just get I'll it for it certain things. So. For one thing, and then we got something even better out of it. That's very true. Okay. What about rating room time? Rating room. Um. Is that sticking? Like a bit. Oh, I like it. Okay, all right, cool. First season. I can't do my previous segment of mentioning Emily in Paris or episode anymore, so. You just decided to stop doing that. 
Yeah, you're getting mad at me. It was like a fun mad. I was putting it on for the people. (laughs) I was performing, if you will. You're saying you liked it, okay. (laughs) Um, First season, three and a half. Okay. Second season, two and three quarters. Okay. You? Um... I think first season is probably like a four and a half for me, but second season is only a four just because of those issues I had. Okay. But it's a very much... And also, I love all the songs, but I think some songs are better than others. Some of them are just a bit basic Broadway stuff. So it's not like every single song is a a one I go back and listen to. So Mm -hmm. one thing I'd say. You've been enjoying listening to the soundtrack, right? I have been. And I'm I'm saying some I've been skipping over. So. Mm. Yeah, really good though. I do recommend it, especially to people who have a, a love for musical theatre like we do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we we have some other musicals in our back catalogue. Do we? Who, do we do Cats? I'm sure we, we've spoken about Cats on various podcasts. I, th- I think, yeah, Cats has definitely been covered. That was, a, <laughs> that was an experience. Let's just say that. <laughs> We also spoke about what if the... the next season is all just cats. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also spoke about a Matilda movie that was adapted from the play fairly yeah, recently. Absolutely. If you're interested in that. Otherwise, I don't know. Just whatever. <laughs> whatever. We've got a big back catalogue. It's not just all this sort of stuff. We can look at anything. Pretty much everything that's been released the last five or six years. Hmm. Feast your ear holes on them. And good that I got, you know, my review of Ted Lasso's final season in. I gave it probably a two and a half. Gross. What right. bit was the bit that made you tap out? Like, what? What? I think just the continual um, stuff with Keely and her PR, her PR company. Firm. I have mm. no idea or care about that. What's yeah. going on? And also I think you got annoyed because they had a thing set up where there was a possible complication that ted was bad for the club and they might have to sack him and, and then they just, they just resolved it. it yeah i didn't like nate in his fucking restaurant don't give a shit mate good thing you didn't keep watching <laughs> anyway look it maybe maybe the first seasons were better or maybe we were just all in lockdown and needed something happy and simple season two when they sing at the funeral ugh. I'm still cringe at that's that. That's true, though, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That was terrible. It gave me the beautiful, wonderful, magnificent Hannah Waddington, though. Waddingham, sorry. So I can't complain too much. She was mean to Jackson in the first season of Sex Education. Oh, so okay. So you've got an Elizabeth I'm, Banks thing going on with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Why are they I'm both blonde that. women? <laughs> I've got a type. To hate. <laughs> to hate. No, nothing about them as performers. It's just those those two characters I didn't like much. Yes. That's all. No, she's really good. And they're all trying their best from what I saw of Ted Lasso season two. They're really trying. And they're like, they've captured, obviously they're riding a wave where they, they think they're still going to, everyone's going to love season three. It's like, mm. sorry guys. Mm. Anyway, that's been us talking about Schmigadoon and also Ted Lasso. <laughs> Why? How did you make your voice do that? <laughs> It's like you made it sound like you'd recorded it afterwards. Good old man. Okay. 
Um, thank you for listening. And we'll be back on your podcast feeds. When, Samay? When exactly? Give us a date and time. Well, the next week after this has been released. Yeah. Well played. Okay. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye. 